And we're back. And we're back. So, uh, the king had a good idea. Uh, what we're going to do is we are going to uh, watch a, uh, one of the episodes together. So, if you guys want to watch it with us, you we're going to play... Uh, what is it called? Fistos Forest? Yes. Um, it's season two, episode four, I think. Um, I believe it's the fifth episode on season two, and it's number 70. Okay, yeah. Um, so if you guys want to do, if you guys want to uh, pause and then uh, get, you know, put this uh, the CD in and watch it with us that uh be great so um I would say <clears throat> um we'll give you a few seconds to get ready and then uh we'll press play and then we'll uh watch the show so um when do you want to do a countdown to three and then we'll start it if that's what you want to do, uh, be my guest. Okay, you ready, then? Let's go. Three, two, one, play. So we got. I love this. the filmation sound. Well, I think you're behind me. Am I? Yeah, I was. I was gonna start it. I can wait. I can hear you. I can hear what's going on. So this episode is written by Douglas Booth, directed by Lou Kachivas. Some of the episode-specific characters we have are Arachna is a spider. We have an elf lord. Uh, We have a character, a young girl named Raina, and... Uh, an older gentleman. His name's Yaro. Busted Tunes. Uh, James Etock. He uh, he made a book. Um, I have it. I just don't know where it was. Uh, he did a, a book that uh, he reviewed every episode. Um, so if you're a big filmation fan, you should try to go get that book. Oh, I'm watching the wrong one. <laughs> Put the title uh, screen on where it says Fistos. No, I'm watching any... Oh, man. Where am I? Um... Yeah, if if uh, that book is pretty good, it, he 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 gives you an explanation of everything, um, tells you uh, secrets and stuff because he's a he's a huge filmation buff. So um, um, oh, what the hell is going on? Um, so yeah, I, I, I wish I had that book because it's pretty cool. Um, all the stuff that he says. Uh, 
Fits those flowers. There we go. I don't know what the heck happened. All right. Do you want to start it over? Put it on the, the title screen and then pause it and then we'll hit play at the same time. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Damn it. All right. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Go ahead. Three, two, one, play. Uh, I I really get like chills with this song. I love it. Absolutely love this. This song. So this is a this is Festo's first appearance, and it's uh sort of explains how he goes from a bad guy to a good guy. Uh, It doesn't get real in depth, but um, it's it's a good little story. Yeah. I forgot that I had the uh, that box set that they came out with um, that has all the filmation, all the 2000X, and some new adventures. Um, it's a cool. It's cool. It comes with a CD with the music and the Spanish version. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty cool to have. Here we go. Seems like there's always a kid or something and somebody in trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> All right, we see this little boy here. Falls out of a tree and here comes a grassler, which is an enormous grizzly bear. Yeah, and it's Fisto. Fisto comes to the rescue. Solves a problem with a tree. Yeah. Uh, I love Fisto's voice, how it, like, echoes. It's, it's weird effects that they put on his voice. It's real similar to Trap Jaw, but there's yeah. more, more echo, more reverb or something with his voice. Well, it could be the same person that does the vo- uh, did the voices. Yeah, I believe it's Lou Scheimer doing the voice of Fisto. Oh, yeah? It's a little bit too much. Uh, he said he said his favorite figure, uh, I always say figure, his favorite character was Orko. Oh. That was his favorite character to uh, talk, to, to you know, speak up for. And now he's telling the kid the story about how he was a bad guy, good guy, and everything. (laughs) 
So here we are in the village. Uh, Raina's running to her father. Guy looks like Eldor. Oh, yeah. He sure does. They're finding out that there's no water coming through the town, and they're they're going to blame Fisto. And uh, Yarrow marches off to confront Fisto. I love it how everybody's ripped in, on Eternia. <laughs> it's like everybody's huge. Like they're all muscle-bound guys. They do a lot of physical work in farming. <laughs> yeah. And all the girls are like girly girls. So we're back at the palace here. Raina's telling the king and queen what the problem is. And, you know, Adam's going to have to say, oh, I got to go do something. I, I love this dialogue where the king says, you know, Adam, you're going to be the next king. What do you think we should do? Yeah. Uh, that, that's great the way he. Yeah. FKA, <laughs> here he comes. Oh, Yarrow's pretty brave to just yeah, try yeah. to take on Fisto like that with, yeah. with no nothing but his bare hands. I love this pose with Fisto just sort of propped up on that branch. He's got like a spider friend. Oh, there's the attack track. I really wish they made a toy that looks like that. And that spider would be that spider but, would be a, a good accessory to have with Fisto too. That little spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes he's small, other times he's he's never in the same scale. <laughs> it's funny, right? <laughs> I mean, no way they're going to do. The other thing also with filmation that's funny, it's like they never have weapons, but then when they're fighting, they have a sword and a shield out of nowhere. <laughs> the spider's setting a trap here with his sticky web. I wonder if uh, we're going to get the laughing uh, Fisto figure. Laughing Fisto, yeah. <laughs> He's brave. Now, 
<laughs> By the power of Grayskull. It's funny, uh, who, who, um, the guys who did uh, the Power Rangers actually did the theme song for them. Oh. Uh, uh, forget the guys' names now. Uh, Saban and somebody else. Okay. They, they did the uh, theme. And then they, they went on to do the Power Rangers. I don't know if they did something in between. I'm sure they did. E-Man saves the day. <laughs> oh, there he goes. He can pop him out. A lot of problems in this uh, filmation show are solved with trees and rocks. And this episode's no different. We'll see later on that uh, there's going to be some problem solving with a log and another big boulder. Man, look how big the spider was there. <laughs> he changes his eyes. No, they got him. So Fisto had this little elf lord captive in a crystal ball and that's how he's able to uh, take control of these this forest no oh, wow so he's getting he's looks like he's getting like his power oh they, they found the cave I like that animation with the spinning crystal ball in this fire. Yeah. I forgot how bad Fisto really was. I, I I forgot this episode. What is this, one of your favorite episodes? Oh, no. I just sort of stumbled upon it and uh, thought it would be good because uh, we got the uh, Fisto filmation figure coming. Right. Yeah, that's that's, that's cool. I, I just thought it was one of your favorites because it was... Just, it definitely isn't one of the most popular ones that people are excited. So, no. but it's a great episode. 
I would give it a five out of ten overall. But it doesn't get into. I mean, it, there's no, there's not a lot of character development here about how Fisto turns to good, but um, you know, there's some action here. <laughs> and it seems every girl has the same voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, Erica Scheimer did yeah. most of the young yeah. girls and boys. Yeah, she got more involved in season two and, and Shira. She she just started to do a lot of the voices. I really wish they'd make a King Miro figure. King Miro, yeah. I bet we'll see him sooner or later. Yeah, I I, I hope we see him soon because uh, I mean he's he was in one of the Shira episodes and. Everybody knows about King Miro. I mean, they should just make him. I would love to have him in the collection. Huh. Wow, Fisto made a tidal wave. Back into the cave. There he goes laughing again. <laughs> we need the Fisto laughing figure. Where's he, man? He's not with them. He's pretty evil trying to kill him. Yeah, that's pretty uh, dangerous there with that water. Yeah. Yeah, he meant shouldn't have just left them guys like that. (laughs) (laughs) He just got screwed. Not for long. These are some pretty good shots of uh, He-Man swinging around. Yeah, trying to be Tarzan. One coming up, he's he falls and he he grabs the branch and swings into the doorway. This is a pretty good piece. Oh, he's there. He goes. He's gonna fight that spider. Oh, it actually has a name, Arachna. Arachna, yeah. Which, uh, that, that character's on a couple other episodes. <laughs> yeah, no magic. 
No, there he goes. Yeah, it seems like if Fisto can pull a rope and lift that log off of him, he'd be able to use both arms. Uh, yeah, I, I think he, 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 he can get out of that. I mean, he's, he's, look, his, his giant fist is free. He can definitely punch it off. Yeah. It's just a little girl. Oh, see? Yeah. You got to love the stock videos. I, uh, I think he turned good. I love how they can just chuck like bowlers and stuff like it's nothing. Yeah, we see Skeletor for just a brief moment here. Why? Well, I'm coming, sorry, I didn't hear it. I see Skeletor's in this episode for just a, just a real short time here. Yeah, there he is. Oh, so Skeletor is probably that little elf guy. Uh, well, Skeletor finds out that... Uh, Fisto is his turn to the heroic side. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying I think that Skeletor was that the the, uh, the elf the whole time, oh, and no. he, you know he he was probably uh, the one that made Fisto go to the bad side. I don't know. He man can fly. <laughs> The hell is it? There's another one. Oh no, same one. This is a good shot coming up here where uh, He Man falls, catches himself, and swings around. <laughs> and now the spider's really big. Yeah, right. <laughs> Alford. Oh, the guy just oh. 
took off the roof. Oh, so he wasn't Skeletor. Huh. I think that's John Erwin, too, doing that voice. Yep. That's the same little elf from the Dragon's Gift. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sky Tree. There he is. Gotta love the morals. Yeah, that's a good one. The golden rule. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a good episode. I, I like that you picked that one. It was definitely uh one of the odd but good ones, you know? It's uh Yeah. It's it, i think it gets overlooked a lot. Um but it, it, it it's cool because they they tell a story of Fisto, you know how. But uh, they never actually told how he got his hand. Um, like in two thousand X, he got hurt or something like that, and supposedly Man at Arms gave him the uh, that hand or something. Yeah. Um. It's like all the characters already knew who he was. Right. But it was cool. I, I I like episodes like that when you uh, introduce the new guys into it and stuff. I think it's fun, and it's uh, it's definitely it's it's you know if you if you're a fan you you you're gonna enjoy it anyway. Yeah. Um, but I I I thought it was pretty cool. It was definitely it it's 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 it was definitely a good choice. I guess I'm going to pick next week's. We'll see what, uh, see what I pick. What, um, so what, uh, what, what do you have? Do you have the, uh, the box set that they came out with a couple of years ago? Uh, the one with the gray skull on the, yeah, yeah, I've got that. I, 
Okay. I grabbed it because it comes with uh, a lot of the new Adventures episodes I didn't have. Yeah, yeah. Before. And it just has... the thing that pissed me off. Like, they only put a few episodes. They didn't put the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it comes with the CD, too, and a little booklet. It's it's oh, no, it's awesome. I think I got it because it has the um, the the music DVD. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The, and uh, I I'd be honest with you, I actually had they they released uh, a record in Brazil or somewhere in South America, um, and uh, it has all the songs that's on this CD. But it has a couple extra that's not on the CD. So, yeah, it seems to be missing some of the really more popular ones. And it, didn't it come with a, an exclusive sword too, like a, a yellow and gold power sword? It could have, yeah. I think it did actually, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think I, one, of, one of my figures has it. I think you're right about that. It's been a while. I don't even know, but I'm pretty sure you're right. But the box set was cool. I mean, it's it's really cool. It's uh, it's got all the uh, filmation and all the 2000X, but uh, it has only a few. New adventure figures. Uh, not figures, I'm sorry. Cartoons. Yeah. I believe it just has 10 episodes of new adventures. No, no She-Ra episodes. It's got complete right. filmation. Uh, it's the 30th anniversary commemorative collection. That's right. It says it on the front. You're right about that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's... I'm, I'm, I got to see what I want to pick for next week. But, uh, you know, uh, you guys can uh, voicemail us anyway. Um, if you look, there's a, a phone number if you guys want to leave us a voicemail. Um, you know, if, give us... Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Galaxy? It's Brian Ozone. At King Adam here. And uh, we're the Masses of the Galaxy podcast. And um, I think it's been a good week, man. I got the, uh, I, I, I did an unboxing, unboxing, sorry, of the Mondo He-Man before. I put it up on the page. The guy is awesome, man. Did you uh, take yours out yet? Um, no, I just opened it up and took a look at him, but I haven't. Oh, man, it's ridiculous how cool he is. The only thing I want to do is I want to try to get that skirt off because he has the, like, the regular underwear under it, like he usually does, like the furry underwear. Yeah. But uh, I can't uh, I can't figure out how to get it off. I don't want to cut it and uh, ruin it, though. But other than that, I think it's an awesome figure, man. Yeah, that's one thing I, I was wondering about if it's uh, possible to take that skirt off because I like I think I like the regular shorts better. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, I tried that. I, I you know I, I I thought maybe there was like a 
because there's a belt on it too. So I thought maybe like you can take the belt off, but you can't. Um, I gotta play with it, see if I can take it off. But uh, I don't want to just you know break it or right. you know r ruin it. But um, I think the figure is completely awesome, bro. It's like ridiculous how much stuff he comes with. Oh, one other thing I was curious about is the shield. Um, some of the uh, videos I've seen where people the the shield has two connections on it, like a handle. And yeah. Some of them are, are snapping the hand on there first and then putting the arm uh, connected to the hand to put the shield on. But then other ones uh, have the shield where the piece comes off and, uh, you know, you can put it in his hand th that way and then you clip it to the shield. But others yeah. think, it's, think it's broken. So I don't know if it's supposed to be that way or... Yeah, I, I I I saw that thing, man, and I was like, "All right, I'm not doing this today." <laughs> I was like, "I'll do it another day." Um, but the 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 thing that bugs me out is the the uh, the Skeletor head. Like, it's weird. Like how I guess you know, because it looks like it just like pops in, you know, like so. I guess Skeletor's face comes off, and you can put that one in. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, it just looks like a changeable faceplate, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we got the Mondo He-Man, and then uh, we also got... Well, I'll tell you a funny story. I got the He-Man, the Mondo He-Man, and two days later, I got the uh, I got the notice that it's shipped or something like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Um but uh, we also got the, uh, the the Super Seven Gray Skull uh, rug. Um, finally, that's right. Uh, I got that also, and um, yeah, I unrolled it and took a look at it. It looks great. Oh, you did? I didn't. I didn't do that yet. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't have anywhere to put it where it's not going to get uh, messed up. But I did unroll it and. That thing, that thing looks great. It's got looks. Uh, the quality is pretty pretty good. It's, uh, heavy duty underneath of it. Yeah, and, uh, I he uh, he had that. Uh, Brian brought it at PowerCon last year, and you know I I picked it. Like, I didn't pick it up up, but I I you know I lifted it to see the, how thick it was and like the bottom of it. Yeah, it's it's really cool, man. So and it's nice size too. You know, it's yeah. like a throw. It's like a throw rug actually. But uh, I always said that too, you know. Like we need need a rug, <laughs> you know, or, and, and ornaments. That's just the two things I always said I wanted, and uh, we got it. And um, again, we got movie news, but you know, take it with a grain of salt. Who knows if that's true or false? Uh, so this month, month of March is going to be the pre-order for the movie figures, which I are, already did. Yeah, right. And and, and the Conan, it's uh, Conan is separate, right? And he's thirty-five dollars. He's he's a little bit extra. Um, uh, I thought they were all thirty-five. Are they? Oh, I don't. Know. I I honestly I didn't even see. I thought they. I don't know. I don't. I thought you could be right, but um. If you want Conan, you got to make sure that you order the He-Man figures and then 
put them in your 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 uh, your cart, and then go and get Conan, because uh, Brian told me at the toy fair that they were going to be all together, but I guess I guess not. I guess they're just going to come out at the same time. And they look freaking amazing. I can't wait to get those figures, man. I really can't. At first, I thought the uh, the black and the gold Skeletors were all identical except for the heads. But looking at it a little bit closer, only the uh, from the waist up is the same. But like, uh, you know, from the waist down, this is like his tunic, I guess it is. They're different. Yeah, on the Skeletors and uh... yeah, but the the the, the Skeletor God, he looks great though. Uh, I mean, I saw him at Toy Fair, man. The guy is awesome. Yeah, they he really, amazing. really, really, really did a good job on him. So yeah, you gotta if you guys didn't pre-order that uh, the movie Wave and Conan, do it uh, do it now. And um, I guess that's all the, the news, right? I mean, there's really not much that's been going on for the last week except for what we said. Uh, one last thing of news is the Big Bad Toy Store has the the prices set out for the PowerCon exclusives. Oh, they do? Uh, they're not available, but I guess they announced the pricing. Yeah. And... Uh, there seems to be a lot of complaints because the prices are so much higher this time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're they're, they're always higher. I mean, uh, I didn't see the prices, but I mean that three pack is probably going to go for two hundred dollars. Right. Um. And just uh, the single He Man was something like seventy dollars. Yeah, just... yeah. They're uh, oh. they they always put it up like twenty percent, thirty percent higher. Um. But I guess because uh, usually uh, they they you can order them and uh, they get shipped to you I think, um, but I guess they're not doing it this year. Um, I guess they're doing it through uh, Big Bad Toys there. I love that yeah. place. I get all my, all my toys from there. It's a great a great place to get. You know, uh, I really I actually, like it. Uh, I was actually bought something on Big Bad Toy Store today. It was the Voltron. Uh, GX seventy one. Oh yeah, uh, it went up for pre order and it was gone in less than an hour. Really? That's how how? Uh, Which Voltron is it? The the cats or the tr- trucks? The uh the lions. Okay. Uh, okay. The soul of Chigokin. So it's it's a re- it's a second issue. Um. Yeah, I got the uh the Maddie one that they made a couple of years ago. And uh, I think that Voltron's the best one they ever made. It's huge. It's like two feet, and uh, comes with all the figures, and it can fit inside the uh, the lines. I think it's really cool. But uh, all right, so I guess that's it for the news for the week. So let's go. Uh, let's get back to the. Uh, to our uh, Injustice versus the Masters of the Universe. We're up to issue three. Um, the cover is awesome. I really dig the cover. I mean, you, 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 you got Skeletor 
and then Dark Side, and then you got Tila fighting the woman, He Man fighting the. Uh, I don't even know uh, who is that Batman, and you see Superman in the background. Um, it's it's pretty cool. It's I think it's a really co- cool cover. So in this issue, um, there's some good action going on. It's not great, but uh, it's sort of a setup issue to the battle here. Right. And, which is, it's a little bit early for the setup since we got six issues, but they're already getting into it. Um, I like it because they show a lot of figures, or not figures, characters, Um from both DC and um, Masters of the Universe. So I think it's pretty cool the way that they have it, that they're setting it up like that. I think it's cool. You got Cyborg with Man in Arms. You know, it's just imagine those two guys talking, all the information that they can give each other. And uh, Snout Spout's in it. <laughs> if he's in it, uh, you know, you really rarely ever see that guy in anything. Yeah, so Man-at-Arms is kind of the one that's uh, guarding Eternia now while He-Man's away right. on Earth. He-Man's got to figure out what's going on before he can come back to Eternia. Yeah, and Stratos gets beat up. I, uh, yeah, he did. He does take a uh, some damage, or it's. I believe he might have been killed here. It's not real specific, but yeah, I think I think he died too. I, uh, it's the way I took it, you know. Um, which I'm fine with that. Uh, Stratos is probably one of my least favorite characters, I guess. But <laughs> you know what? I agree with you because you know what. <laughs> He didn't come with any weapons or anything, so he's like, bear. I was like, well, I don't care yeah. about his wings. <laughs> can give the guy some weapons. <laughs> in the same way, man. I don't like, I'm not a Stratos fan at all. It's, a, you know, the, the art isn't that bad. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, like you said, it's it's more of a it's still a setup, and um, you know it's it, it it's gonna you know get when it gets to the climax. That's what this is all about, and it's awesome. Um, you got He Man finally deciding who he is, and he he says, "I have the power," you know, and he becomes uh, battle armor He Man. Yeah, he's got the crypt tech, right? Sort of w- infused with the uh, the battle armor, and, uh, and then Lobo kicks his ass, <laughs> and Deathstroke is there, Killer Frost, Cheetah, Gorilla Grodd, and uh, Solomon Grundy that was born on a Monday. They're able to get up close to the Oracle with this uh, special armor. I like the I like that they even put Red Hood in this. I think that was really cool. And Santana, um, Green Arrow, 
it's uh, Harley Quinn. You know, it, it's really cool. Like I said, I like the way that they picked the characters for this. You know, they did a really good job. Um, I love the page here where it's uh, with Dark Seed, Dark Side, and uh, you know it's got probably two dozen characters, evil warriors on the page. It's uh, pretty common on each one of these issues that we've got one page that's just yeah uh, filled with uh, all the different characters. Yeah, you got Granny Goodness, and then you got all of the He-Man, uh, the Masters for the Villains. Um, it's cool, though. You know, uh, you know, Darkseid's doing his uh, his pose <clears throat> that Daddy does when uh, you know he summons everybody to do his work, and then of course he'll strike with his Omega beams and stuff. But um. Got the avions uh, assimilated into Darkseid's army, and uh, I guess those are his parademons. Is that what those are called? Yeah, yeah, parademons. And uh, he he's trying to get into Grayskull. That's what he wants. He wants the secrets of Grayskull. And uh, you know, it looks like He Man is uh, getting back to being He Man. And then, you know, this is the best part. Uh, you know, you find out that uh, that Batman all along was uh, actually his son, Damian Wayne. And, um, you know, they, they, they persuade him to, to, to get away from the Brainiac uh, technology and stuff and, and, and fight the good fight. And then on the last page, the City of Darkness is the next episode. So, and you got uh, you got He Man, and actually Skeletor too. Uh, and Skeletor, He Man, um, Superman's uh, uses heat vision on uh, He Man, and uh, Skeletor says, "For you, uh, you know." But uh, that's pretty much the end of the comic. It's and then it goes, you know, to the next one. But you know, it it, it was I liked it because you know there's a lot of different characters in it, not like uh, the the usual guys. They did a good job. They got a lot of people involved. We find out the good Batman is Damian Wayne, right? And. Uh... Have a little reunion with the two. Yep. It kind of threw me off because I didn't think uh, Damian Damian Wayne is usually a lot smaller. Um, but I guess they made him uh, a grown up in this one. He talks about how he killed Nightwing. Who? Uh, Damian Wayne. Oh, he did. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. So it was uh, Nightwing was was Robin before, wasn't he? 
Uh, yeah, he was Dick Grayson, the original Robin. Okay. All right. Um, let's take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to do something that we never did before. So uh, we'll see you in a few a few minutes. All right. We'll be right back. All right, guys. <laughs> 